What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hey friends, Megan here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am, uh, I know I get really excited every episode and you're probably like, Megan, you cannot be excited for hundreds of episodes. Has it been hundreds? Probably not. But my point is, I actually do really get excited to record these things because I love talking to you and I love hearing back from you guys and getting feedback. It's really cool. So thank you to those who have been reaching out and thank you to those who leave reviews. I really appreciate it. But we're not going to talk about that right now. What we're going to talk about is the topic of this episode, why I really just hate Facebook and what I'm doing about it. And I want to start this with a promise that this is not going to be a 20 minute long ramble or rant on why I hate Facebook. If you hate Facebook too, then you probably know why I hate it, but it's, I'm actually going to, uh, what do, how do I say? I'm going to steer this into an actually actionable thing more than just a rant about Facebook. So let me start with why I just really hate Facebook. Um, Facebook is a bunch of dicks. They, they have such a monopoly and they guilt their power with such dangerous they're just blasé about it and cunning and just dicks. I just, I've never, I can't say I've never liked Facebook. I probably liked Facebook when I started using it, but as time has moved on and I've read more about them and learned about how they operate and things, I've just been so turned off by how Facebook runs and how it treats not only its users, but its advertisers and its small businesses trying to access their communities. You know, if you're unaware, Facebook's ability to toggle the reach a business can have on their Facebook page is staggering. It's like, I don't even know the percentages, but it's very, very small, the amount of organic reach you would get. And to be fair, Facebook has to keep the lights on. So I understand that they like there has to be a medium here, right? There has to be some sort of compromise between you can set up this free account and reach people, but we need to get paid somehow. And by throttling the reach, so be it. I I understand. I don't agree with it, but I understand it from a business sense. But 
if that was just my beef with them, then that would be one thing. But in my opinion, they're so insidious and so toxic for where we're going as a society, which is a weird thing to say about a website. You know, like, think about in the grand scheme of things, historians coming back to our generation and saying, like, this website, Facebook, it was just one website, but it changed the world. And then it became this dystopian shithole. I promised I wouldn't rant. So I'm gonna just stop right there. But I hope you get my point. I have struggled a lot with keeping uh, a presence on Facebook and to some degree, Instagram too. Um, not a fan of it. And I've been very hesitant to do anything with Facebook just because of like all of these bad feelings that they give me. And I, I don't want to run my business to have bad feelings. I had a coach once who was very into Facebook and pushed very hard for me to, you know, utilize it because that's where my customers were. And it doesn't really matter what I feel. It matters what my customers feel, which I get. I understand that, but the people who I wanted to reach didn't have to be on Facebook. There were better ways for me to reach them that wouldn't make me feel, you know, like I'm in this ethical gray area of, I hate this. I hate that I have to use it to talk to you, but I will. So here I am. Like, how does that translate into any good content? <laughs> like, just, ugh, all right, fine. Hello, I'm on Facebook and I hate it, but here I am. Like, why would you listen to that? Why would you want to get that? You have enough shit to worry about rather than having me go on Facebook and say, I hate this. So when I was deciding on how I was going to replace Facebook in my life, in, in my business, I should say, I haven't been on the personal side of it in years. Um, I was thinking about what is it that Facebook offers that has to be replaced? And Facebook offers community, right? Facebook offers data and the ability, if you want to call it that, to reach people who are like-minded or who would be interested in my business and what I do. So I had to think about how do I recreate that in a way that is better, better for me and actually better for the people who I want to reach, you know, my ideal avatar. So I started to look around and think about, all right, what is it that I want from Facebook? So I was using Facebook groups. Okay, how do I recreate Facebook groups in a way that isn't shoddy or uh, unethically weird or things like that? Like, how can I utilize a platform that could do something similar without making me feel gross about it? And to be transparent, I haven't really found something that's as accessible for Facebook communities or Facebook groups. So if you think about it, the challenge with getting somebody to sign up for a membership site that is a standalone thing. Well, they have to go to that website when they think about it or, you know, 
whenever they have a question or and then they have to remember their login and it's a whole thing. And so it's much more difficult to get somebody to participate in a community than it is when they're just scroll on Facebook and your group is right there. Do you know what I mean? So I haven't figured out exactly how I can recommend to do it otherwise. There are a couple of ways that uh, other social media programs, programs, how old am I? Other social media apps are utilizing uh, community features. So like YouTube is starting to create that for people who have a certain amount of subscribers. Uh, You know, there's Clubhouse, there's WhatsApp, there's Voxer, there's all of these different ways that you can start looking at a way to easily build communities. So if you're like me and you're trying to think like, how am I going to get people off of Facebook? How am I going to make this all happen in a way that is organic or a way that is easy? That's the key. You have to think about ways that you can make it as easy as possible. You have to lower that barrier of entry for people. So think about apps on phones. People are on their phones more than anything, right? How can you for lack of a better word, infiltrate their phone in a way that still provides value. So I've experimented with things like Voxer and Voxer is pretty cool. If you're not sure what that is, it's a voice app kind of um, that you can leave voice messages or have group text interactions and things like that. So it's really good for smaller groups like masterminds and things like that. It's not probably the best for large groups. But I think that if you are getting to a level where something like that is just too much to handle, then you can probably start thinking about moving off onto something else than Facebook, something more standalone, because you have that level of audience and participation that you can entice people to follow you. Now, the next part is how do you entice people to get off of Facebook and start following you elsewhere? in my opinion, you've got to set that line in the sand of saying, I can't be here anymore. I can't be here anymore for whatever reason. Um, I don't like Facebook or it's, you know, ethically weird, or even I just don't like that. I can't reach you as easily as I could on something else. So I'm not going to do that anymore, but you have to stick to it and you have to give people an ultimatum. You will lose people. I'm not going to pretend that it's going to be, you know, 5,000 people will move from Facebook onto whatever you're running. But the ones who are the true followers, for lack of a better phrase, the ones who are more interested in supporting you, participating, learning from you, those are the ones that are going to follow. And isn't it better to weed out the people who are kind of lackluster what would you sell to them? How would you make that connection? If they're not into it, move aside. Let's get people in who are into it. Now, the thing about moving from a Facebook group into something else like a standalone membership site or something is you got to keep you got to keep the romance alive. You know what I mean? Like it it can't be unless you're something like Reddit, where you just have millions of people following you that will run it themselves for free or will, you know, moderate or just it, it won't need a lot of intervention from you unless you're one of those, you're going to need to fight <laughs> to figure out a way 
that makes it um, interesting for people to check in regularly. So maybe you have weekly webinars, or maybe you have a monthly challenge, maybe you have uh, Q and A's, ask me anything's or a new download every month or something, you have to figure out ways to make people take that extra step that they didn't have to before because it is asking a lot, right? I am lazy. I know a lot of people <laughs> in my seat too are lazy. They just don't want to put in extra effort if they don't have to. But if there's a way that you can entice them to make that additional effort, then think about all of those benefits that you get. You get them on your own platform or Voxer or whatever. You get them off of Facebook is my point. You start to be able to connect with them more frequently because you have a higher reach then. And you're able to just, you're able to separate the personal from the business, not only for you, but for your customers too, or your followers or whomever. When think about the way you would talk about something. This episode is brought to you by Board, a new app by Budget Bakers. Board helps small business owners like you and me manage our finances on the go. Board was built to be not only mobile friendly, but mobile first and is accessible anywhere on anything. I actually got to play around with the app and I can say that it was so much easier than the other bookkeeping software I've already been using. I am really excited to let you guys know all about this app. You can download it for free by heading to board.budgetbakers.com slash stop. That's board.budgetbakers.com slash stop. Think about like challenges that you've had in your business. So say it's monetary or say that you're having trouble getting customers or something. Would you be hesitant to put that kind of question on your personal Facebook feed? Or would you feel like that's, I don't want to bring people into that. I don't want, uh, like that's, that's business. That's not work. By cutting that cord and having people leave their personal accounts and set up an individual business account on whatever you are using for a platform, it frees up a lot of insecurities that people have a lot of, um, you know, like, this might be a private group, but I know that no one knows that I'm in this group asking these questions about, you know, how to make more money or how to do social media followings or something. I, I feel safer. I feel more uh, with people who are like-minded. And that is such a killer reason for people to want to leave Facebook and move into a different community. Now, the second part that I want to cover is the organic marketing because so many people utilize Facebook for organic marketing reach. You know, who doesn't have a Facebook page? So many businesses, even if they're not active, myself included, I have a Facebook page. I don't use it. I think that we just have uh, like um, automated things that put out blog posts and things, but I don't pay attention to it whatsoever. And sorry, if you follow me on there, I don't think many people do because I don't do anything with it. So why would you? But you have to figure out a way to 
replace the organic marketing strategy in Facebook and to some extent Instagram, if you're so inclined. Let me also say that if you're like, Megan, I'm sticking with Facebook, this sounds too difficult, I don't care, then totally cool. You run your business the best way for you. The way that I run my business is one way, but there are 64,000 other ways that you can run your business. So don't worry that Megan says that we have to leave Facebook and so, but I like Facebook, then stay on Facebook. Be where your people are and be where you can be the most effective. So going back to this, thinking about the organic marketing strategy. Most likely, if you're listening to this, if I could guess, I would say that you are probably more invested in Instagram than you are Facebook when it comes to organic marketing strategies. So posting photos, um, doing live streams there, reels, you know, IGTV, all of these things. If I had to guess, I would say that you are probably more invested in content for Instagram than you are Facebook. How do you replace that if you want to leave Instagram? If you just want to say, adios, entire Facebook world, I hate you. I don't want to be part of you anymore. How do you do that? Instagram is a huge marketing juggernaut, isn't it? It's really difficult to think about it. And to be honest, I had to kind of sit back and think about how am I going to instruct someone to leave Instagram? Because one, to be transparent, I have an Instagram account. We are fairly active on it. Uh, Why? I can't honestly say. Uh, Because it's there. And if I was a smarter person, I would put my line in the sand and say, I'm going to put this elsewhere. But I haven't. Uh, To be fair, Instagram isn't my number one marketing platform. So it's just sort of like, eh, it's easy. We already have Planoly or, you know, whatever scheduler. We already have it. So just we'll do it. But how do you replace this organic marketing? How do you keep connecting with people? And there's no good answer for this because my answer for you is just move to a better marketing platform. But that doesn't like if I'm going to say go to YouTube, it doesn't mean Google's great. Google has their own problems. And so it's sort of, you have to pick the devil you want to dance with. And for me, I have felt that focusing more on video with YouTube has been a better way for me to not only connect with people who follow me or, you know, already know me, but people who want to know me and, or not even want to know me, want an answer to something and aren't sure, but how to answer it. But I do, I know the answer. And so rather than putting that on um, uh, Instagram story or reels or something like that, it, it all goes on YouTube. Everything goes on YouTube now instead of Instagram, because like I said, not that Google's amazing, but I am able to connect with people better through video, through hearing my voice, the way I talk, the things that I say, the way I keep talking with my hands all the time, you get the connection with me and you get a better understanding of where I'm coming from. Whereas with Instagram, I just, it's, I just can't, you know, I just can't. And 
the way that I can recommend it for you, if you're so inclined, is to find find ways to get back to the world before Instagram, which is not the easiest world to think about. And I definitely have said, once I said that, I was like, how am I going to finish this thought? <laughs> the world before Instagram included what Pinterest, blogs, Twitter, uh, podcasts, YouTube, like there was organic marketing online before Facebook, before Instagram, and there will continue to be organic marketing through Facebook and through Instagram. But it just, hmm, it's going to take a little bit more intention. And the thing I'm thinking about mostly is blogging, because for all intents and purposes, blogging will never go away. I can't see a world where, you know, food bloggers just completely abandon their websites or DIY bloggers or marketing people or, you know, entrepreneurs. I can't see a world where that sort of content is ever thrown away and ever stopped. That said, it is difficult to get your stuff out there, right? It's difficult to rank on Google. It's difficult to rank on Bing, all of these places. But if you take all of that time that you are being frustrated on Instagram, on Facebook, on any platform, and you focus it, instead of being frustrated, to excited, to anticipatory, to, you know, passionate again, if you get that back into a new platform like blogging, or, you know, starting your blog again, you're going to see traction and the ability to have people learning from you on your own platform is so worth the effort because you got them then you got them off of Instagram, you got them off of Facebook, off YouTube, off all of these places. The more you're able to do things that get people to your platform instead of these social media platforms is so worth the effort. You get their data, which I just mean in terms of like their names and their emails and things like that. You get them to listen to you, solely you. You're the one in the newsletter. You're the one in the blog. You're the one that they're reading. They're, it's not like, oh, that was cute. And they just keep scrolling or something like that. You have them you have them hooked with you. And I know that people will utilize Instagram and Facebook as ways to get viewers on their blogs and things like that. And it's a very smart strategy. But Instagram will always be against getting their users off of their platform. They can't sell ads on your blog, they can only sell ads on Instagram. So the more difficult they make it, the better it is for them, the more frustrating it is for you. So I want you to start thinking about this week, if you're so inclined, how you truly feel about the platforms you're utilizing, maybe you're fine with them. And if you are rock on, you do the business the best way that works for you. If you're not if you feel that, you know, what Megan's saying, I've kind of been thinking that too. Or, you know, I just, I'm sick of the rat race on Instagram, and I really want to do something else. 
start thinking about how you can build your own platform. And I don't mean like you're building your own Instagram. I mean more about how can you focus those organic marketing strategies in a way that is better for your website, for your blog? How do you make those beautiful images work on something that you own? How do you make those live streams or things like that, or reels, uh, these short videos, how do you make those all work better for your platform that you can control? Because once you start thinking about that and you use the effort and the energy towards your own platform, rather than Instagram or Facebook or things like that, you're going to see some traction and you're going to see better results because you have those funnels there. You have your sales funnels, you have your email list, you have your blog posts that explain things, you have your photography, you have all of these cool things, and they're all collected right there for your guests, for your visitors, your followers, whatever you want to call them. And if you have a community built in with that, I mean, you're just set for life. Think about people like Tony Robbins or giant gurus who have these people that don't need to be on Facebook, that don't need to be on Instagram. They're there, maybe. There's maybe probably a Tony Robbins account on Facebook and Instagram. But the ability that they have to mobilize people on their newsletter is not because of Facebook, is not because of Instagram. It's because people believe in Tony Robbins and what Tony Robbins has to say. So they go to him, they flock to him on uh, his website, at his seminars, all of those things. Just because you're not at Tony Robbins level doesn't mean you can't utilize the same strategy. All it means is that you actually have more creative freedom to try and see if it works for you. If it doesn't work for you and you're like, this is too hard. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going back to Instagram. Go for it. Go back to Instagram. My point is make sure that whatever you're doing, you're doing in a way that makes you feel good about your business because burning out is really close for those who feel grody about their business, who for those who don't feel like they're acting in uh, an authentic way. Burnout happens much faster than those who give things, uh, give things a shot, go their own way, things like that. Give it a shot. Let me know if it works for you. This is what I've been doing. This is the method that I'm working on, like I said, um, I usually put people towards YouTube, or this podcast, or my blog, because those are the places where I can connect with people the best. And so I recommend you actually head to meganbrame.com slash YouTube to subscribe to my channel, because all of the podcast interviews I do are now live streamed. You guys here on this podcast get the replay. But if you want to get live and ask questions to my actual guests while they're here, subscribe to the channel and you'll get notified whenever I go live. Again, it's meganbrame.com slash YouTube. It'll take you right there because I don't know the long ass string of letters and name and numbers for my channel. So meganbrame.com slash YouTube. Give it a shot. I would love to see you on my next live stream. It's going to be amazing. And I... I'm just excited. I'm excited. If you have any questions, 
come on the live stream. We'll be happy to answer them and talk, talk shop, shoot the shit, whatever. We'll be there. I'll be there. And I hope to see you there too. I will talk to you next week. Hey guys, Megan here. Just a reminder, I have regular Q&A episodes coming out. So if you want your questions answered, head to meganbrame.com slash ask a question, all one word, and you'll be able to get your question posted. And if I feature it, you will get a copy, a free copy of my book, Day One, A Practical Guide to Launching Your Business. So again, head to meganbrame.com slash ask a question. And if your question gets featured, I'm sending you a free copy of my book as a thank you.